calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your chemistry together. It's so terrible that it's brilliant. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Ali, you did this story the other day that kind of put this on our radar of the world's worst surprise in a marriage, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ronnie Spector, who was married to Phil Spector, said she pulled up to her house with him. They had just gone out for the evening. And right in front of the fountains in front of their mansion were two little twin boys just playing. And she said, I'm sorry, who's what? And he said, Merry Christmas. He surprised her. By adopting two kids, and they had never had a conversation about it. They weren't in the process of adoption. It literally was. She came back one night and all of a sudden had two kids now. Insanity. It's hard to even wrap your head. You just buy them on Silk Road? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to even wrap your head around that happening. And what must have the conversation been like? Like, Ronnie Spector would be like, Right. How? Why? And by the way, as much as she wants, no. Right. That's a terrible surprise. But not even the worst surprise in Phil Spector's life. (laughs) No, it got worse. It It definitely got worse, for sure. (laughs) I mean, when you brought this story up last week, I said, I wouldn't wouldn't bring home a guinea pig without Ronnie running it by Donna. You know right. what I mean? Like, you just don't spring a responsibility like that on your spouse without them knowing and about it. And not just one kid. Two. Two, two. two kids. That's insanity. Yeah. And you said, uh, just for folks who are dying to know, that she ended up taking him in as her own and and still as their mom, right? Yeah, she left Phil Spector a year later, had full custody of the kids. The kids, I think, are in their 50s now. Mm -hmm. Insanity. So we thought it'd be interesting to find out the thing that your spouse surprised you with. Obviously, the the Ronnie Spector story is the champion. But (laughs) it's possible your... I hope so, too. It's possible your husband came home and said... Hey, great news. We're moving to Cleveland. <laughs> you, know, you haven't had a conversation about it. Or uh, your wife goes out and buys a brand new car and you didn't know about it. Or, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could be shocked. Butt that you're... stuff? I'm sorry? I, I don't know that butt stuff. I don't, oh, no, that's I mean, okay. technically, I guess right. butt stuff sure. is a surprise. Right. You didn't know uh, about it? Has it ever happened to, to any of you guys um, where your spouse has uh, done something that you were not in on? I, not part I, of the planning process. Oh, I, I did it Jensen. to Danielle recently. I you think. did already? Yeah. You've been married three weeks. Well, no, I mean, we were engaged. You already... Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's my significant other. We didn't say wife, right? Okay. All right. Uh, So I I usually cleared tattoos with her before I got them. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, I'm getting this. But not being married and getting tattoos is a lot different than being married, I think. Mm -hmm. Because like now now I'd be like, I'm getting this. And she'd be like, that's stupid. Please don't get that. (laughs) And I'd listen. Uh, But I Because she's right. Yeah. She's right in 90% of the time. Uh, I did get... A very small ice cube face, like the wrapper of ice, like ice cube. Uh, it's like right near my, I guess my, I don't know what you call, it, I guess shoulder, sort of right? front, okay. front of your shoulder, front shoulder, and uh-huh. she did not like that. One. <laughs> you have the wrapper ice cube. I do, yeah. It's his face, yes, by your shoulder. Yeah, in his doughboy boys to men face. I uh, boys to boys in the hood, not boys to men. That would be amazing. That would be. Um, uh, she didn't know anything about it. No, she didn't know I was getting it. No, it was a stupid move on my part. 
So it wasn't a gift for her necessarily. It's just no, that but it's surprise. Like a, now she has to look at it for the rest of her life. I was gonna say yeah. during romantic moments, she's yeah. like, "There's Ice Cube right there yeah. on your shoulder." Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, it wasn't a good connection. But but if I was just dating her, I wouldn't even have considered it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, who cares? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just dating her. But we were like in love and like looking I, to have a life together forever. And... Well, I hope that she, in return, gets like the bride of Chucky or something on her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's down for that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so you have something to think about during intimate times as well. Is Why what does it got to be your back? She should get I'm ice cubes. I mean, I have ice cubes. I have Let's, ice cubes. Hold on. Jeez, oh, yeah. Let's what? not dive oh, into that really? one. Really? <laughs> like, that's where Bean went. Like, <laughs> because I'm thinking about, you know. <laughs> I know, but you're thinking about the opposite of what Jensen did. That's all. I I have I, I have Ice Cube in his prime. I have Ice Cube in his prime. She should get him in Are We There Yet. You I like I mean? it. My wife brought home our first dog, Cam Fong as Chin Ho, without discussing it with me at all. She and her mom went and adopted this dog from the L.A. Animal Shelter, and I showed up at home, and she said, congratulations, we have a dog. And we had not been talking about having a dog. But did she know that you would be happy with that? I mean, I think she guessed I would because yeah. she knows I love animals. And it ended up working out great. You know, we had her for 15 years and she was awesome. But uh, it's not a discussion we had ahead of time. Yeah. And I think, I think a, like you said, Kevin, I think a pet is a discussion. You I would think so. At least a mention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because at that time we had a pig and we had a cat and she brought home a dog. So now, you know, that that's where the menagerie now, began. Now you have a zoo. Take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Let's go back to uh, the phones. Talk to Alex, Los Angeles Line 4. We're talking about your significant other kind of surprised you with something that you thought maybe could have been a conversation ahead of time instead of it just being dropped on you. Alex, what would your girlfriend give to you? So we've been together for seven years. On our third year anniversary, she gave me an envelope, you know, and I opened it up, and it was just a uh, an email printed indicating that um, I was getting an interview for a cheap uh, job at Chipotle. So basically, she got me a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's like, not it's not subtle, but it gets the job done, doesn't it? Yeah, get you out exactly, of the house. Yeah. Did, did you go to the yeah. interview and did you take the job? Oh yeah, and I actually worked there for two years, so yeah, it, it went out pretty good. Nice. Huh. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well done, uh, Mr. Basically, we appreciate the call. Let's go to Kimmy. She's on line six. Gardena up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Kimmy. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So at the height of the recession, um, and we weren't in good financial standing at home, and we were trying to refinance our house, I got home one day, and my husband was standing in front of the garage, like, like ta-da, and I'm like, what's the matter with you? And he goes, look at my new bike. He bought a brand new motorcycle. No. Oh, no. Oh, Kimmy. Wait, and he had one already. A oh, second. Kimmy. Wow. Yes. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I, I just turned and went to the house. I'm like, what? It's not like a sweater. You can't take it back. I would have got back right. in the car and kids just drove drove, drove away. Oh, you <laughs> closed <laughs> up the sweet shop for a while, didn't you, Kimmy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Hey, uh, from the 909, listen to this. I found out I was the second wife. 11 years into our relationship, we were filling out our marriage application because he had to answer the, is this your first marriage question in front of me? All right, let's go to Sergio Whittier, line three, talking about surprises from your significant other. Good morning, Sergio. Hey, Bobo's out, guys. To you as well. I'm actually from Downey, but um, I've been surprised three times by my wife, and every time it's gotten better, I mean better. 
for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> very different things. All right, so I've one of them is butt stuff, obviously. What are the other two? <laughs> I've been in construction for a few years and I actually got home one day from work. We used to live in an apartment. She says, guess what? I found us a house. We're moving to a two-story. And I was like, okay, well, I can deal with that. So we did that for a bit. Now, wait, then had you had a later, conversation about getting no, a house? all these are no conversations. Wow, all these are no conversations. Really? So it's made life interesting with her, though. I got to tell you, I love her for that. Okay. So the second time I get home from work doing construction, and she was doing flowers as a hobby from the garage. So I got home one day, and she says, guess what? I bought a business. We're opening up a flower shop. And I'm like, you, you did what? So I was like, me being the supportive husband, I'm like, oh, man, I got to go look at this place and realize I have to make everything up to code because nothing would pass. It's like, oh, <laughs> crap. So then the third time, she she did it again, and this one got even better. So the third time, I get home from work again and says, guess what? I bought a bigger shop. And guess what? You're quitting. You quit your job. You're working for me now. I'm like, what? So the flower so shop's working years- out. Yes, five years strong, and we're still going good. How about wow. that? That's like a that. good surprise. She's yeah. carrying you, Sergio. She's yeah. doing good work. I think it's okay that's to let your to... wife I'm... run things in that household, <laughs> yeah. man. Well, that's pretty much how it's going. All <laughs> right, great job. Give uh, give her our best. Thank you very much. That's funny. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go back to Irvine. Let's say hi to. Is it Eli? I think on line five. Yes, uh, it's Eli. Eli, hi. Eli, hi. Welcome to the Kevin Bean hey. Show. Thank you for calling. So my husband and I, we lived in in an apartment, no, excuse me, we lived in a condo at the time. And my husband, who was just my boyfriend at the time, he told me that he just bought a comic book. And it was a low number of Spider-Man. So I thought, okay, great, whatever, because he collected comic books. But then I find out, yeah, he bought it for $700. Ah. We shared expenses at that time. We both worked. But... It seemed like that was a number that maybe we should have discussed prior to him buying it. You would yeah. think, sure. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> Collectors, man. <laughs> when right? They their, when they get their mind around they got to have something, they just got to have it. But if you're in a relationship, for God's sakes, maybe. I agree. Maybe no, mention a $700 purchase. Yeah, that's the kind of conversation. I mean, there, there, there has to be a limit. Like, Jensen, you're a newlywed, but there's a limit beyond which you wouldn't spend without running it by the wife, right? I feel like it's two to $500. I feel like that in that range, you're a little over. Oh, 200 is the low, 500 is the high. Right. Anything, so, anything beyond that, you really got to tell. All right, let's go to Marcy <laughs> in Corona Del Mar. Hi, Marcy. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. Well, my story is I was in the hospital after giving birth to our first son, emergency C-section. Been there for about five days. My husband was pretty busy. Really said he was busy. Didn't have much time to come visit the hospital. I finally come home and looking for our brand new son. And there is a brand new motorcycle in the front yard. <laughs> what is it with these motorcycles? Motorcycles. So he didn't have time to even visit you in the hospital. He did, you know, briefly, but not very much. And uh, he said, "Well, you get the baby. I got the motorcycle." Oh, Marcy is still with him. <laughs> yes, we've been married for thirty-six years. Oh my wow. god! Wow! <laughs> wow! I can't believe motorcycle riders are irresponsible. <laughs> and I'm a nurse, and I'm I'm an or nurse, and I'm very against motorcycles, and he knew it. But um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's, that's not my great. story. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. Thank you for the call, Marcy. We appreciate it. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Well, this earthquake app that we talked about on the show, it seems like a couple of years ago, according to your report in the Times, long-awaited earthquake early warning app for L.A. can now be downloaded. This is going to be very big news for a lot of people who are hearing it for the first time. What's the story, Ron? 
Yeah, so, you know, for years now, scientists have been hoping that, um, you know, once an earthquake happens, if you're a little bit further away from it, that you'll get an alert on your phone or your computer uh, saying that um, an earthquake shaking is on your way. And so finally, after years of waiting, uh, this week, uh, people in L.A. County finally can download an app that will uh, get to, that, will, that will help that get us to that point. Is this something the government came up with, or is this a private enterprise? Is this another uh, you know a Tesla job or something? At the moment, it's 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 government. So basically, the U.S. Geological Survey, your friendly earthquake experts, have created the system of uh, sensor stations around California. And they're, they're uh, designed to detect earthquakes when they, they happen. So um, say uh, we're in L.A. And, uh, and an earthquake starts at the Salton Sea, the sensors will start detecting the earthquake. And then if it looks like it's headed straight toward L.A., then, you know, it takes about a minute, maybe a minute and a half for those earthquake waves, if it's like a 7.8 megaquake, for it to hit downtown L.A. Right. So the, an alert will be sent by the computer to our uh, phones, uh, and uh, we'll get an alert before the shaking waves. What arrive. is the what's the most amount of time that you can get a warning? Uh, it could be it, even as maybe um, sixty to maybe seventy seconds. You know, in a in a situation where an earthquake starts at the Salton Sea and is barreling up the San Andreas Fault, past Palm Springs, past San, the San Bernardino, um, into the San Gabriel Mountains, which is only about thirty-five miles north of downtown L.A. But if there's um, an earthquake in the epicenter is, say, Montebello, you're not going to get that uh, alert if you're anywhere near Montebello, right? True. If the earthquake happens right underneath you, there's not that much of a lag time between when the earthquake starts and when you first feel a shaking wave. So what, like, about, what about, like, Orange County to the valley? Orange County where to the valley? Where it's a sizable... Well, yeah. Um, well, there's a good example for when in, like, five years ago now, there was that 5.1 that rattled people in La Habra and Roland Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took about five seconds. There was a five seconds warning if you were in Pasadena. I don't want a five second warning. <laughs> no, I don't want it. No, don't want no. it. Why? No, that's not enough. No, just wake me up in the middle of the night with the shaking instead really? of Really? Yeah. <clears throat> five shake. seconds is too quick. F- yeah. But five. But I was with you at 30 seconds. Five seconds, I don't want it. Please throw this oh, you out. I don't away. want you know, it. <laughs> yeah, no, I want it burned out. I'll, I'll tell you, I was in Japan, and like the only words in Japanese that I understand is. This is an earthquake early warning system. And like four in the morning, I was in Japan and I heard the words coming out of my phone. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And um, and the earthquake happened. And it, it gave me this huge sense of relief that I knew what was going on before it actually how happened. Many, so how many seconds did you seconds. have there? It must have been like five or ten seconds. Oh, ten's different. I oh, may, is I ten, you're good? I might play a ten. <laughs> What's my the over under? My over under might be ten. Ten seconds. <laughs> ten, <laughs> seconds ten seconds. I've, okay, there it goes. Get up. Oh, God. I think that is an earthquake thing. I still have like six seconds. In five seconds, it's just me computing what it is. Right. That's not going to help me. It's going to scare know, me more. But you know it's coming, so you're ready to go or do whatever you need to do. It's just an, it's just an earlier roll at five seconds. Ron, when you had the 10 seconds warning in Japan, did that give you time to think clearly? And you said it was the middle of the night, right? Did you go and stand in a doorway, for instance? 
No, I was too sleepy. So I was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ron, Ron, <laughs> exactly Ron, our expert, right there with me. Five seconds is garbage. The app doesn't work right, if it can't get a text. Does it matter if it's at night or during the day? Because if it's at night, maybe five seconds isn't anything because no, you're out of it, whatever. Five seconds is just me picking up my phone. Oh, what is that? Do I have a, a ring app uh, notice? <laughs> nope, not a ring app. Okay. Oh, it's an earthquake. And then we're all you're shaking. You're already feeling yeah, it. Yeah. Hey, Ron, um, what's, uh, this is uh, Ron Lynn on the phone. He is a reporter for the Los Angeles Times. We're talking about the earthquake. Quake early warning app that can now be downloaded. Um, what's the the smallest earthquake that will set this off to give people advance warning? It'll be about a, a magnitude five earthquake, um, or also if you get like basically light shaking, just enough to like rattle dishes. All right. How do people? What do they look for in oh, the app mm-hmm. in the app store if they want to download it? So just search uh, Shake Alert LA. Shake Alert LA. This uh, again. Does it tell you? This does, isn't for me. I just want to say it again. Not for it's you. Not, this isn't for me. There's no human way. And also, I'll tell you this. Okay. You know how wrong they're going to get this over and over well, again? Well, that's my thing is, are there false alarms? <laughs> yes, there's going to be false alarms. Well, there's false alarms for everything. I wasn't asking you. I was, I'm, the I was expert. Ron, I'm the expert. Ron. I was hoping Ron already, would I said something that Ron agreed with me. <laughs> I know earthquakes. I need 10 seconds. <laughs> Poor Ron. <laughs> yeah, Ron, should, what about should, false, false alarms? What Could about that happen? false yeah. alarms? You should expect false alarms. Um, uh, there, there have been studies that show that, like, uh, that people prefer to ra- they would rather get some false alarms rather than miss the alert but when the big one actually happens. So yeah, tell that to the people in Hawaii, thing. by the way, when yeah. the missiles were on the way. <laughs> yeah, this is not, guys. I'm so happy we had Ron on uh, to prove that this app is not working. Uh, no one's gonna want it. And I, let's Ron, give it a great, try. Great to have you. I'm, I'm gonna say I want it. Yeah, let's I'm gonna give say it a I try. want it. Why not? You want the false alarms? You want five seconds? Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, I don't want the false alarms, but I assume that's a negative that comes with the positive of getting a I heads think, up. I think most, yeah. many people would want this. I think they would appreciate, if, no, if for no other reason, to not be surprised by an earthquake. Even if you literally don't have time to move from your chair or your bed or walking down the hall or whatever you're doing, at least you won't be surprised. You'll be braced for it. You'll expect it. Says, Will it, says the guy outside LA. Yeah, well, right. that's Will it that's... give you any indication of how big the earthquake is? Like, it would be nice to know. If you had 10 seconds, it would be nice to know if it was a 4.0 or a 7.0. How would that change in that 10 seconds for you? I would do yeah, all different so- things. Okay. <laughs> 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 you would pray harder. It's <laughs> a good point, Alex. Depends. Depends. No, but, I mean, it really does. That, But that makes a huge difference if it's a 4.0 or a 7.0. Well, you're not, not you're not going to get a 4.0. You're not going to get a 4.0. You're going to get a 5.0. And okay. a 5.0 and a 7. You saying that you would hide in different spaces? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I was just... <laughs> he didn't think it through. <laughs> no, he didn't. This app isn't thought through. All I know is the app is going to be popular, and then somebody's going to decide to put a 30-second commercial on the beginning of it before, <laughs> before the warning comes, and it's going to just obliterate whatever use it would have had anyway. (laughs) He is a reporter for the Los Angeles Times. He is Ron Lynn. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk earthquakes with you again in the future, my friend. We appreciate it. Sure thing. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. They're still coming. They're not stopping. Oh, no. I don't like their attitude right now. LANOC's Alternative Rock. K-R-O-Q.
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We in general are not fans of secret breaks because if Bean says he has a secret break, it's mm-hmm. usually to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. And if I say I have a secret break, it's usually to make fun of Bean. Mm-hmm. We don't know what to make of Jensen saying he has a secret break. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs> wild card. <laughs> Allie, how do you feel about a secret break? I feel like it's about one of you guys, so I am fine. You <laughs> oh, right, so, no. No, no. Listen. Listen. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. okay I, I, I carry around a notebook right. of okay. things. And over the last few weeks, I've been working very hard on a few things. Okay. And I'm going to give you the chance to pick what you want from the notebook. Okay, choose your own good. adventure? It's a choose your own adventure. This is the Black Mirror Bandersnatch of okay. Kevin and Bean. <laughs> okay. Here we go. These are the these are bits I've been working on, okay. projects, okay. and you get to pick at the end which one you now want. Now you've to already do. started working on them? All of them you... are ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're all ready to go. They're all okay. ready to go. All right. One, the first game is called 1994 or 1999. I will name a legendary artist that played at the two most important concerts of all time, Woodstock 94 or Woodstock 99, and then you tell me which Woodstock they played at. Okay. That's just one of the games. Like, for example... I I would be very bad at that. Okay, if I said Arrested Development... First one. 94. 94. If I said Lit... 99. 99. All right. Two of my favorite artists of all sure. time. Okay. <laughs> the next one is a game called Jared Beto, which <laughs> no, is where I give no, you, I give no, you, the, sir. I give you nope. the plot of a popular Jared Leto movie, and somehow I implement former senator nominee and possible 2020 presidential hopeful Beto O'Rourke into the description. All right. Let me mm-hmm. just describe to people that yeah. every day mm-hmm. since we met Jensen, he's yeah. been pitching this game. Yeah. Like, and for example, every day we say no. Just a quick example. When a divorced Jodie Foster and her diabetic daughter take refuge in a safe room, when three uh, men break in, a young politician out of Texas champions a single-payer legislation and universal health care. That's just a... Uh, that would be panic room. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not going to pick that one. Okay. We do not want Beto or Okay, Leto. so I think okay. we're out on number two. Okay. Let's pick between one and three. So here's the third one. This third game is called A Star is Corn, which is, <laughs> I take instrumentals from the movie A Star is Born, mm-hmm. and I take acapellas from corn songs, and I mash them up. Let's listen to one. Something takes a part of me. You and I were meant to be a cheap for me to lay. Something so that's another okay. option. So, okay. okay, the fourth game. So I have a fourth game. What? Okay. So you could pick any of them. I already picked three, but go ahead. Okay. The fourth one is that my wife and I, Danielle Fischel, are having a son in July. What? What? Yes. We, you could talk about any of the four things you want to talk about. Wait, are you for real? I am for like real. Like a baby baby, not like a, a We're dog. We're having a baby son. What? You're in what? July. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's so exciting. Isn't that a big thing? It's but a big I deal. But I want to go with the better but one. Yeah, about? obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? You're that having was, a son? That was oh. the problem. When I heard how good Star is Corn was, yeah. I was like, we're not going to talk about <laughs> yeah. the son at all. Yeah. Have you always wanted kids? I have not always wanted kids. Okay. No, I, I actually didn't want kids for a while. And okay. then I met Danielle and we fell in love. And then I quickly was like, this person would be the greatest person to raise a child with. 
And so we had been. So there's not a lot on your shoulders. I just want to clarify. Oh, no. I, okay. know, I know for a fact I picked the person who will be picking up so much slack okay, good. for me and, and how this I. This is so exciting, yes. Jensen. Come July, we will have. Is this what wow. we've picked to talk about? Because I'm uh, nervous yes, that we yes. want to do the I better. Mean, sure. okay. <laughs> It's tough to vote. You you gave us too good of choice. That is true. But we found out during the break, mm-hmm. and you have to wait a certain amount of time, obviously. Sure. And today, weirdly enough, when we hit the radio, wow. is the day we can publicly go forward and talk about our, our upcoming child. Oh. All right. Now, we talked for a long time about Beer Mug when he had a kid. Yes. And we were like... He's going to be a bad dad. Yes. Like, they we're scared. Yes. And he turned out to be a great dad, by the yeah. way. I think yeah. so, too. Is anyone dad. a bad dad until later? I feel like Chip? everyone's... Yeah. you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of people have bad dad stories. Okay, fair enough. Good point. I just wonder if you've ever been like, oh, Beer Mug's going to be a bad dad, and then he's a terrible dad. And then you got... So far, no. Okay. Not no one that I know great. of. All right, yeah. good, good. Well, How I'm... do you think you will be as a dad? I think I'll be good. I, there was weird. Right when we found out we were, we were having a baby, you can't find find out the sex for a while right you know so i weirdly in my mind my whole life i would have thought i wanted a boy mm-hmm. and then i was like i think i'd want a daughter and so i sort of kept putting that into the ether but i knew deep down it was a boy which i'm fine with a uh-huh. lot of fun stuff mm-hmm. we can do and hang out and this is going to be uh huge. quite a big deal for us and uh yeah we're, we're thrilled and i thought it would be fun to announce it here on the radio show I like it uh for ratings uh, <laughs> not for anything else. Uh, Ratings. You already tell tell your, uh, your Ratings family is though? a good first name. Or are but... they hearing it now for the first no, time? No, no, no. Family found out uh, around New Year's. Yeah, around the other. What day. about okay. the cousin that gives janky gifts? Oh no, I didn't. I actually, they're out of my life. Okay. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. That's dumb. You're dumb. Your face is dumb. L A N O C's alternative rock. K Rock. King of Mexico. Sup? <laughs> Sorry, did we wake you? Nah, I'm good. How are, you guys? are you high right now? Are you now? high? No, I'm okay. chilling. Why are you acting high? How about good, not man. chilling now that we're talking about to you on the air? Feel good, dude. Okay. Got, got a nap in yesterday. Great. Got some votes in. Yeah. All right. Some votes? Yeah, votes. Great. <laughs> Dave uh, brought up something uh, off the air yesterday that we thought was worth bringing in, and that is that his girlfriend steals mm. like a raccoon. She no, 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 not stop her. Stop taking stuff that's not hers. Not, it's not her at all. Oh, She's I'm sorry. She's a klepto. It's me. It's what? me. I ask her to bring stuff home. Right. So she steals for you. Okay, yeah. but let's stop using the word steal in this particular case. Because yeah, okay. in a hotel, in a nice hotel, mm-hmm. you're technically allowed to take the stuff. The lotion and well, the... Yeah, the, the lotion, stuff is, shampoo, the stuff the is put out there for you to use. I don't think the intention is for you to take full bottles home that you have not open. They're tiny little size bottles. They're yeah, and they're home. the ones that are already there. So, you know, they just refill them anyway. So, you know, you use one shampoo, they're going to just refill it. And, and I just take it home with me. So what's okay. wrong with that? Well, um, do you buy any of those products then, or does this replace you buying those products? No. So uh, the reason why I bring this home is because, you know, stuff is expensive. Like shampoo's expensive, soaps, lotions. Right. And if if we go somewhere where there's cool products that I'm never, ever going to buy, like Mm -hmm. I'm not buying a Hermes shampoo or or lotion, and if they're available, I'm going to bring them home so I could use them. Aveda, 
Thomas Roth. So if you go to a nice place, they have these products, and then you can take them home and use better products than you would pay then for Then I would pay for it, yeah, because I would never mm-hmm. pay for them. Like, an Aveda lotion is like $40, and I'm not going to buy that. Wow. Yeah. This, this makes total sense to me. Right? Dave yeah. is staying at way nicer hotels than I am, because <laughs> yeah. the places that I stay are using the cheapest, well, generic shampoos Motel 6 doesn't of, really go all out, B. Available. <laughs> Look, what even hotel is putting $40 lotions in their room? Oh, dude. Like, the kind that Marriott stays at? The Marriott's do it. Uh, Sheraton's do it. And yeah, you just take a couple here and there and and boom. You got a collection and it's good. That's why Hasselhoff stays there. <laughs> right? And no, no one else does this? I mean, am I the only one who... who and it saves me a little cash, dude. Like, well, I haven't I bought have lotion shamp- in a long time. I have shampoo at home. I don't need to take it from a hotel and take it home. It's not well, as good, though, Bean. Yeah, I have shampoo at home, too, and it's pretty dope. I definitely take the better lotions. Right. And I keep them in my purse. It's it's now my travel lotion. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I support Dave in this. And it's, Thank you. It's, they're fine with it, right? Absolutely, okay. yeah. And there have been times, I will say this, when you're walking and you're leaving and you walk by their little carts right there. Oh, and you, pocket full. Yeah. Oh, I don't take them. I'll pocket say, full. can I have one of oh. these? And the woman is usually very kind about it, so you take it. And mm-hmm. I've already left a tip on my pillow, so she's going to go in and be like, hey, glad I gave her extra lotion. <laughs> See, that's just what you do. <laughs> Yeah. Dave, do you, by the way, we're going to, uh, the topic on the table is going to be, how do we, how are we phrasing this, Kevin? You don't seem to like the well, word steal. Well, things here. you steal to save money, but <laughs> in this particular case, maybe it's not necessarily stealing where they're mm-hmm. waiting at the door to make sure you don't have lotion. You know what right. I mean? But you okay. take stuff because you want to save money. Dude, I, I haven't bought shampoo in so long or lotion. And We've been wanting to talk to you about your hygiene, Dave. <laughs> Why is your hair so nasty? No, no, I have shampoo because of all these oh. little uh, travel size bottles, and it's awesome. I all posted right. a picture on our Twitter of, of a little bit of my collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a collection, Kevin, do you? I have a collection, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot. <laughs> we want to hear from you if there's something that you're taking home to save money. I guess that's what we're looking for. I have like an end you- table, and I have some some cur- <laughs> curtains <laughs> and some light fixtures. I, I got those. <laughs> but let's take one call before the break, and let's make it our friend Stephanie. She's on line one. She's in Encino. Let's see what she has to weigh in on about here. Hey, Stephanie. Good morning. Okay, my roommate takes anything and everything he can, whether it's hotels, work, restaurants, everything. What kind of stuff does he steal from restaurants? Okay, so like right now in our pantry, we have no less than three Tabasco sauces that have the Chipotle label on the front. Okay. <laughs> These are full size? Are yeah, they... but we'll like the little ones that they have at the, the counter at Chipotle. Yeah, those are okay. little ones though, right? Yeah, the little ones. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I don't think those are yet to be taken home. I don't know. No, Maybe. those Probably are not. Well, those are bottles. This isn't. This isn't like taking the little packets. This is taking actual bottles from a restaurant. That's like stealing silverware. But Stephanie, right. labels, I've done that. Labeled with. Oh no, we've got silverware. Oh, we've got silverware. Now. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, no silverware. Yeah, and and got, when was the last time right you now. bought? Uh, <laughs> uh, was it hot sauce? Right. You haven't bought it in a while. It's saving you money. I back your roommate. All right, that's what, uh, wow, that uh, sounds like he's just cleaning out everywhere he goes, right? <laughs> Places empty. Salt, salt and pepper shakers, just taking it all with you. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm just thinking about Dave. Every time he checks out of a hotel, he has to hire a moving van to right? come in and 
take the lamps and the radios. Put the mattress the, over there. <laughs> take the art off the wall. I mean, he just cleans that place out. He does, yeah. Maid comes in the next day. There's nothing left. Bare I help walls. Her out. I help her out. That's nice. Yeah. What do you steal to save money? Sarah writes in on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account, at Kevin and Bean. Every time we go to dinner at Red Robin, we have to bring home their bougie salt and pepper shakers because they have built-in grinders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think they're yours to just take, Sarah. And how many does she have? You see, those are salt and pepper shakers you need. Those are about seven bucks each, so I get it. You know? But you don't get it, though, because they're they're meant to be used by the next customer that sits down at Sarah's table, too. Yeah, but you get a salt and pepper shaker, a grinder, and salt and pepper. Come on. Mm. I mean, we understand the concept. (laughs) We know how theft works, Dave. If I break into your car and steal your phone, I can go, hey, it was worth it. I got a free phone out of the deal. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> All right. Let's try, uh, gosh, we got some good ones here. Let's uh, let's try Rich in Laguna Hills. How about that? What's up, Kevin and Bean? You, uh, you steal? Uh, yeah, well, well kind of. So I do uh, AV, so audiovisual uh, servicing. So I go to different corporate uh, businesses, and uh, they always have, like, those mugs with their logos on it. So I'll mm-hmm. take a few of those since they're there. And... Uh, but mainly it's catering. Since they all these corporate uh, companies have catering, I'll walk out with like pizza boxes, trays full of pasta, and then I save money on eating. <laughs> save not money on up eating. Plate. He is taking straight up trays wow. out. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean they're good. They're free technically. <laughs> anything <laughs> technically free because you steal them. Anything you steal is free technically. Yeah. Well, you can't really stop somebody from walking out with the full pizza box, anyways. Like, what do you tell them? Hey, you're stealing a pizza. You can't really say that. So they just they look at me weird. But at the end of the day, I get a whole pizza. So hey. So at the end of the day, he gets a whole pizza, <laughs> right? All right, Rich. Thank you for the call. Let's try Jennifer. She's in Los Angeles, line seven. Please. Speaking of food, hey Jennifer. Hi. Hi there. Thanks for holding on. What uh, what do you steal? Oh, not me. My HR manager. Ah. She steals frozen foods from the fridge. What? Oh. At work? The HR? Yes. And she makes money. Can you believe that? She'll who do you turn in who in, her into? <laughs> yeah. She just goes in there and goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, this looks good. And then she just pops it in the microwave oh, and eats it. That's some nonsense oh, right man. there. What if this our is... HR person is doing that too and just sending out the notice like, you guys better stop right? it? <gasps> this is why you should spit in all your food, you guys. I don't think <laughs> yes, that's... Spit in all your food, <laughs> yes. That is what we did in all your food because it, it won't hurt you, but you'll get satisfaction if somebody steals yours. Okay. Thank you very right? much for the call. Good we appreciate tip. it. Thank you, Jennifer. All right. Let's go to Emma Line 4, Los Angeles. I think... This is one even Dave is going to disagree with. Hey, Emma. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Hey, thief. We're doing well. <laughs> what are you taking? Okay. So every time this is a family affair, the whole family's in on it. Every time we go to Vegas, we stay at the Golden Nugget, and their pool towels are amazing. But you're not allowed to take them out of the pool, so we have to, like, casually, all of us will walk out with our pool towels, <laughs> and we go the whole family. So we're always coming home with about five or six nice, big, fluffy pool towels. And this is my mother-in-law. She's the mastermind of it all. She likes the comforters. They're very soft. Comforter? Come on. No. Oh, God. <laughs> a com- How do you get a comforter out of there? Okay. So this is for everyone listening because you guys got to start doing this. No, you don't. You got you to gotta call the hotel and tell them your comforter's dirty. 
And then what they do is you got to say there's throw up on it. They'll give you a bag to put the old comforter in, mm-hmm. and then they'll give you a new one. But they don't really keep track of all this, so you just take the bag, and they never come back for it, and you put your comforter in your bag wherever you want. And now you have a comforter, and you're not getting charged. Listen oh to the joy in her voice. She's so happy. <laughs> And what do you think? What do you think that comforter costs the hotel? A hundred bucks, probably. Not I don't know, but we give them more than enough money at the at the oh, casino oh, and at the oh, That's, that's how you justify it. it. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, like the it. comforters. That's a family affair. It's a lot of Emma. work. <laughs> Emma, we will see you in hell, my dear. <laughs> All right. I can't wait. I hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. Um, I put up the uh, famous photo uh, on the uh, Twitter. My my Twitter account at Kevin and Bean is uh, has retweeted it, and um, it's the photo of us after we shaved our heads. We were in of all places, New Orleans, New Orleans. Louisiana, yeah. when we shaved our heads. Remember when you used to do stuff? I don't remember when I could talk you into getting your head shaved in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. I sh- and I and now I live in New Orleans and won't go anywhere near Bourbon Street. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, dude! It'll really be funny." All right. <laughs> so I put the photo up uh, uh, as a result of the conversation that we had yesterday, where we were trying to talk mugs into shaving his head. Mm-hmm. I think we got some highlights of that coming up in a little bit. But um, we were telling him how sexy he was going to look and how confident and how the ladies were going to love it. We were wrong. That was bad. That was bad well, advice based on this photo. Again, I think it depends on the person. And I'm not positive you and I were able to pull that off. I'm going to tell you right now, I was not prepared for this photo because you guys both said how awful you looked. Right. No, you don't. What? You, what? I'm telling you. Are we looking at the same picture? We may not be. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you both... Have pretty good shaped heads. Oh, you should have seen the back look, of Bean's head. Oh, it looks like a Sharpei. Like the hot dip. dogs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, you guys look pretty good. I mean, I don't Chip, think that's true. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's not bad. See? It's not well, bad. It's, them, so. it's right. you guys, so it's never going to be amazing. But <laughs> right, but I, for thought, I thought and think it's horrible. No, huh. not got, at all. We got a lot of a uh, lot of reaction from the listener who dug it up yesterday and posted. I'm sorry I don't have your name right now, but uh, Andre writes in, "Hey, you guys look straight up Vato Locos," which I thought was nice. <laughs> I always right. wanted to be that. Um, Dan says we should shave our heads again. Gabriel says Bean looks like a straight up G. Kevin looks like he can't believe he got in the wrong car again. <laughs> Please, I think that his eyes are just open. Like you do look surprised by a lot in the uh, picture. Am I surprised or am I crazy? Oh, right. bong bong. Bong bong indeed. <laughs> well done. <laughs> D says, uh, B looks like a badass dude. Kevin just looks insane. Hashtag shave your head for the summer. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of people. Uh, Kevin looks like Eminem, says Juan. I do. Uh, Dan says, once, now this is, this, is a, this is a key factor here, by the way, and I think Dan is absolutely right. Once the scalp gets a little color, it's not as shocking. Oh, that makes sense. That's true. Which told, I mean, that's part of why it looks so weird is because it's obviously brand new. You just shaved your head. But once once the, the skin color is the same all over, I mm-hmm. think it would look a lot more normal. What about Vulgar Magician that only three minutes ago came up with, right, said Kev? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. 
Uh, Butter says, this cannot be an accurate portrayal at all. Kevin has a way bigger head. In this photo, my head does appear to be bigger than yours. Yeah, yes, it's, it's the it angle. Does. I think Come I was, on. I, I think mean, I was closer to the camera than yeah. you were. I think. Oh, I see how that works for you. When my head's um, big, there's no yep, camera angle. Because you're not closer to the camera in every single photo that's ever been taken of you. Uh, Lionel says, that's the best they both looked in a picture I've seen. I'm telling you. That's just not true. It, it, you guys both look good. Do we have the picture being of the cowboy hats? I, that I don't know Because we went from New Orleans to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And when we went to Nashville, we realized one guy with a shaved head is fine. Mm-hmm. But two guys next to each other, both shaved heads, uh-huh. were white supremacists. Yes. No. And we felt like that's what we looked like. So we both... Bought cowboy hats. Oh, now you're just a white supremacist with a cowboy right. hat. Right. And it, that was, you think this is entertaining. That was unbelievable. Oh, I wish God. we had a picture of that because neither of us can wear a cowboy hat. How hard was it for you to find a cowboy hat? Uh, it was pretty well, difficult. I'm, they that's, had to, that's for me who has a pretty huge, large noggin. They had to kill a whole new cow just to make a <laughs> cowboy hat. They sewed two Kevin. together. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Mark says, uh, hey, Kevin and Bean, saw your photo. Had no idea you guys auditioned for American History X. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Brooks, holy S, Bean looks like he'll kick all of our asses at once. You do. Look, we, you look hard. I think like we, we, both had some, uh, we both had some crazy eyes a little bit in that photo, I think. Um, by the way, uh, Allie, at the time of this Kevin and Bean uh, summer vacation, where we ended up shaving our heads in New Orleans, then went on to Nashville, then we may have gone to another city after that, and then we ended up in the Bermuda. Bahamas? In Bermuda. Bermuda. Bermuda, right. What? And that's where I got hit by the bus, and I broke my oh, foot. Oh, right. So when we got back to Los Angeles, I had only been dating Donna like six weeks or something right oh, no <laughs> like six weeks we'd been dating because we met in may and this was like in you know july or something like that so we, here's her new boyfriend getting off the plane and i have a shaved head i have a cowboy hat and i'm in a wheelchair with a big cast on my leg <laughs> a broken foot with a giant cast <laughs> right no one has ever been more comfortable on a plane than six foot six being six foot yes, six right uh, and no first class, of course. Right? Yeah, of course not. But uh, scratches on his elbows and knees, oh. broken foot. He's miserable. He's got bald head. It's so... Oh. Oh. What did Donna say? Oh. I think she reconsidered her choice <laughs> at that point. I think she thought, what am I getting myself into? What is this? What nonsense is this? Bean called me and told me that happened. He went to the hospital and he broke his foot, but I didn't see him until we got to the airport. Uh-huh. So I walked in and I saw him sitting in a wheelchair in the airport with a cast on his foot. I could not hold myself back. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Well, it didn't. Seem... Getting hit, but by... there's nothing funny about getting hit by a bus. No, but you were fine afterwards. He well, went. I mean, he went right fine. over. The, he went right over the handlebars, <laughs> flying through the air with his Again, cowboy hat. People die like that, man. <laughs> right, but you didn't. Right, but I'm saying that's a serious thing. Right, but I'm saying in retrospect, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because well, you're not, fine. Not to me. You're fine. Not to me. Indeed. Right, right said Kev. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> right said Kev. I like that very much. That's the, that's the new Kev dog. Bong bong. A grotesque monstrosity. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Born of relentless inbreeding. Chronically flatulent. K-Rock. Beer mug. Hi, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Do you subscribe? Are you one of the people who New Year knew you and you you know stopped drinking for a month? This uh, this dry January we hear so much about. I'd say for the first six hours of the new year, I, I'm fully committed to that plan, but I fail miserably every year because you're asleep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so at six a.m. on January first, you start drinking. <laughs> yep. Okay. So. 
this is a thing, right, Ali? You've heard about this for years. Yeah. I haven't. I don't, I've never heard of it. Uh, people are doing it because either, A, they want to kickstart a healthy lifestyle, and B, they want to just keep their finances to a minimum because they have spent so much over the holidays, they can save during the month of January by not buying drinks. And I have often heard uh, from people uh, about people who say, I worry that I'm a little bit too casual with my drinking. I go Mm -hmm. to it a little bit too often, and I kind of just want to get hit the reset button and make sure that I don't have a problem. My New Year's resolution was to drink more. So I don't understand the dry January. Thank you. So, Muggs, you uh, you took this out into the field to do a little investigative report for us. I did. I hit the streets to find out if people were participating in a thing called Dry January. Now, when you say you hit the streets, where did you go specifically? O'Grady's Bar and Pub in Granada Hills. <laughs> Went to a bar <laughs> to talk to people about Dry January. Oh, and I will tell you, uh, I'm just going to start playing this. Tell me whenever you want to stop and comment mm-hmm. because it's just one long piece. But we sent the right guy yeah. mm-hmm. because you could hear at the beginning that he's slightly drunk. Mm-hmm. He's already had a couple. And then near the end, he's had a lot more. Okay. So here's Muggs talking about Dry January. Can I ask you if you have been partaking in Dry January? Of course I have. And how's that been going? Don't like it. <laughs> Why not? Why don't you order some of the things you don't like about it? Dry January? Because it's been too hot, too many fires, and we don't like that. Oh, she doesn't understand at all what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. She's talking about the dry conditions and why we're having fires. Mm. Yeah. All right. In California, Los Angeles, in the Valley. The San Fernando Valley. Dry January sounds like no drinking, brother. That's exactly correct, Colin. I would, you're not doing that. You're in a bar right now. Come on now. <laughs> I'm not doing that. With me. And no one in this place is doing that really either. Hey, damn shit. I guarantee that. Well, this place is doing it either. <laughs> These are my people, yeah, you guys. No one's in here doing it either. <laughs> LJ, I was just talking to your buddy Brian, and um, he seems not to be participating in Dry January. How, how have you been doing uh, in this month of Dry January? I'm going to honestly tell you that I didn't even know that was a thing. Kevin, let me interview you, Kevin. Uh-oh, Kevin. Kevin, have you, have you participated? <laughs> Listen to him now. <laughs> how many drinks have you had at this point? I lost count right when I walked into the door. It was a, it was a happy bunch. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Drinks were flowing. Yeah. Thing. Kevin, let me interview you, Kevin. Kevin, have you have you partaken in dry January so far in this month of January? What? what? All right, so he has no, no idea. idea. He can't even understand the words that are coming out of Muggs' mouth. Have you partaken in dry January? No. Do you know what that is? No. What would you, if you, if you had to take a guess, what would you think dry January is? No sex. <laughs> No sex. Close. No, you, you have to abstain, not from sex, but from alcohol the entire month of January. Can I just butt in and say, how is that close? <laughs> because you're abstaining? Well, I you, guess so, yeah. Yeah, you're abstaining, and these people are passionate about their drinks. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm not, no. Have you been participating in dry January? Hell no. Why not? Because I love to drink. How old was she? A hundred? Twenty-one. Oh, no. <laughs> How old do you think she was now? She's 804. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Hell no. Why not? Because I love to drink. <laughs> have you ever heard Have you ever heard of the month of dry January? No. What would you think that dry is? January, that's like a dry spell when you just don't get sex. 
See, now that's what a lot of people have thought. That's what a lot of people have thought. That's what a lot of people have thought. A lot of people have thought that. Wow. I think the dry January folks may have to rebrand. I don't feel like their message is hidden. (laughs) You think? But it's not. It's actually an entire month that you take off of drinking. By the way, when Muggs says actually, it's because he's he's waiting for his brain to catch up. The wheels are spinning. You know what it is? Actually, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, dry January is when you don't drink. Okay, cool. That's like not on the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Have you ever taken a whole month off of drinking? Yes. It made me realize how much I hate human beings. (laughs) And what happened? How were you able to cope? I got really stoned every day. All day, every day, a lot of marijuana. <laughs> you would never, ever, ever in a million years if your life depended on if it. Here, you'd never in a million years of life depended on it. Did you hit him up for weed? How's, how does that not your first answer? You're holding? Would ever participate in that. That's like a minimum of how many days? Too many. Nah, though. That ain't me. Well, how? how uh, wow. I, I should participate in dry January right now. What's the longest you've ever gone without drinking? <laughs> Wait, what bar is this again? This is O'Grady's uh, in Granada Hills. These What's the people. longest you've ever gone without drinking? Oh, it's a drinking thing? Yeah, what'd you think it was? Oh, I thought it was a sex thing. My bad. <laughs> If it's good for a good cause, I do months without drinking, not without sex. Excuse me. Okay. Can I just say, all of those people were amazing, they and were I would want to hang out with them. Mugs, I think you found your tribe, man. It, those seriously. are your people. Allie, when are we going? These, After work? These are your people. Dude, this is, uh, this, is, um, this is a new level for the mugs. If something's lame and it ain't that good, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock, L-A-N-O-C's alternative rock. How did this get started? Is it as I'm guessing that Allie said something about Peaky Blinders? Is that where it came from? <laughs> I, I, here's, I mean, she's just one of the people who, who does something like this. Mm-hmm. It's people who repeatedly tell you that something on television or a movie or an album is so incredible. It's so good. You can't miss it. You haven't seen it. You haven't heard it. What are you doing? Go home and watch it now. And it, it's probably great. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you've heard it a million times. It's mm-hmm. probably, but you know what? You've ruined it for me. Now I don't want to see it. Really? And I feel like that happens in my life with The Wire. Right, oh. people. But why? Always... But why would you put? If somebody knows you, if you're friends with somebody, and they know your taste, and they know that you would enjoy it, yeah. what makes you? What makes you rebel against that? One time, good advice. Tell me one time, Bean. Tell me one time that I'd love The Wire. Don't see me a couple days later and go, you like The Wire yet? I haven't watched The Wire yet. You told me it was good a couple days ago. And also, people about Game of Thrones. That's another one, right? Mm-hmm. People go, you got, oh, you don't watch Game of Thrones? What are you? Well, what's going on? And then they say, oh, I, I don't, it's really confusing. Uh, and, and it gets, it's slow at first, but you got to mm-hmm. stick with it. No! No, that sounds like torture. Right. I don't want to do that ever. Like, just recommend something I'm going to like always or right from the start. And now mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it. Thanks That's- for ruining it actually how i pitch peaky blinders i say stay through the first one because it's a little slow no but i'm telling you by the time you watch the second one you're gonna watch the third one fourth one and then you have watched all four seasons so what it's you want me to do phenomenal. you want me to have a bad time to get to a good time just one episode no one episode uh let's see what linda has to add to the conversation she's on line three and she is in agora and i almost broke my hand uh moving the <laughs> microphone to get to linda's call so i hope it's going to be worth it 
hey there, my dad has been telling me for years that Oh Brother, Where Art Thou was like the best movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And every time I would see him, he would quote parts of it and he'd like do the little voices. And so finally we watch it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> oh, no. he's, he's dedicated most of his life for you to watch it, and you hate it. I, I was just going to say, Linda, I bet that's the case, especially with cult movies. The people who have built their personality around the big Lebowski, you can't like it enough for that person. No, no, not at all. Unless I'm drinking a white Russian in a robe <laughs> and talking about all my uh, my bowling scores. No, I, I just I'm going to watch it. Thanks. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so you and your dad are still speaking with one another? Did you guys survive that? We did. And he's like, really? You didn't like it? I go, Dad, you first of all, you already told me basically the entire plot of the movie over the last 10 years. So thanks. But <laughs> That's it. we're good. All right. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate the call. This is an interesting one, by the way. I think uh, you guys will enjoy Christine. She's on line four. She's got a very unique story to share with us here on The Kevin Show. Christine, go ahead, please. Hi. So when I was pregnant with my son, one of the names on my short list of names for him was Ryan, because that was my mother's maiden name. But every time I talked to my mother on the phone, she kept saying, how about Ryan? How about Ryan? What about Ryan as a name? Have you thought of Ryan? I think Ryan would be a really good name. And, <laughs> and after a while, I was just like, no, if you have just guaranteed that that will not be the name. I'm crossing it off the list. Stop it. Yep, she killed it. And she killed it for you. And if she had yep. said it yep. one time, you would have left it on the list and probably considered it. Probably. What name did you go with? James. Uh, James. <laughs> you sound uh, unimpressed, Jensen. James is a lovely name. I, know, I thought I, I wanted it to be a little more like antagonistic to the mom. Oh, I see. Like, not Ryan? But yeah, yeah. Vital, name is not Ryan. Not Ryan. <laughs> Would have been a great name. All right. Great call. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. I promise Karen would have the next word. Laverne, line two, up next on the Kevin Beach Show. Hey, Karen. Hello. All right. What have you been Hi. overhyped on? What do people insist that you like? They insist that I like Michael Jackson. Oh, hot take. Because he's, he's the king of pop. And how can you not? I got a couple oh. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me. But the, but uh, those reasons aside, Jensen. Yeah. As a musician, he's the greatest. He's the greatest, yeah. right? Uh, I don't <laughs> know. He just, just creeps me out. He well, creeps me out. She well, has a good point. Understandable. There. So, yeah. Karen. Okay. In other words, this is one of those deals where you just can't separate the person from the art. Even if you or like, you would love the song "Billy Jean" if it weren't by somebody who touched kids. Correct. Allegedly. 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 Yes. Okay. That's fair. That's fair enough. I mean, I, I think that gets into a different category. She's not just basing it on the art itself. I understand. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Let's do one more. Make it Gretchen. Line seven, please. Gretchen joins us from Encino. And I know that there are going to be a lot of listeners who are going to be very upset with her at the end of this call. Go ahead, Gretchen. Good morning, guys. How are you? Morning. Good. Great. All right, if I hear anything else about Harry Potter, I'm going to rip my hair out. (laughs) I mean, Harry Potter is the defining story for an entire generation of people. That's a sad thing to hear. I'm with you. Zero interest. Oh, my God. It's just kids with, with superpowers and, like, 
wands and they wear striped scarves. I just can't yeah. stand it. Even it creepier, the adults that are like, ooh, what were you sorted into? F off. <laughs> points for, points for Gryffindor. Yeah. And then what they touch their little glasses in the middle. <laughs> I'm with you, Gretchen. <laughs> Let's I'm with play you. Quidditch. It's yeah. Dude, come on. We're grown men. Enough. Okay, so it sounds like you have a room of supporters mm-hmm. here who are really you just poo-poo all the Harry Potter fans. Yeah. I love it. Harry Potter is the dumbest thing. I don't want to go to Harry Potter land at Universal. I don't want to wear a cape. Like, it's so stupid. Gretchen, okay. can I intr- introduce you to a show called Peaky Blinders? Oh, oh shut I up. Love it. That's where we came in. Stop I think it. she'd love it. Oh. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Really bad. L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. K-R-O-Q. Bean uh, came back from vacation and shared a story with us that was, um, well, I mean, shocking. <sighs> I... Uh, Right? I cannot wrap my head around it. I can't either. And mm-hmm. we know a lot about Bean and his loss of memory. Bean, describe to Jensen and other people why you have uh, giant black holes. Well, I... <laughs> what? In Whoa. your memory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. My guess is I had a traumatic brain injury. Uh, I was in a very serious car accident as a teenager, Jensen. Yes. And uh, I was in the front seat of a Volkswagen Beetle in the passenger side and was involved in a head-on collision where I broke both legs and an arm, dislocated my hip, and hit my head on the windshield. Unreal. So a pretty serious uh, accident. Yeah. And um, my memory was fine up until then, but then I only had 15 years to, to keep straight. <laughs> but after that, I started noticing within a relatively short time that I started having long-term memory problems. Okay. In other words, my childhood started to disappear in my mind. And that's all I thought it was, though, till I heard this story was mm-hmm. he has problems with before he was 15. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, it has continued through that. And and now I'm at the point where Kevin could tell me a bunch of stuff that we've done on this show. You know, <laughs> hey, we broadcast from Scotland. Hey, we broadcast from Bermuda. Right. Hey, we broadcast from, you know, all these other places. And that's pretty Amsterdam. big. That's pretty big stuff. Absolutely. That's, that's like stuff that would stick in your mind, even if you have a bad memory. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know the bare facts of those stories, Kevin, because we've kept some of them alive and playing tape back or talking about them on or off the air. But I don't have any personal memories. What about gargling in the in the Monster Mash? Did you I remember? do remember that from <laughs> last month, yes. But I mean, it's a perfect example. We went to Scotland and we went out on the Loch Ness and tried to find Nelly. Now, I know that that happened. I don't remember it. I also talked wow. to Bean, and this is a, a long, long time ago when Bean was fun. I actually talked him into jumping a fence and trying to chase a sheep so that we could shear it <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night. Now, imagine Bean doing that. He no. did it. Yes, this was before wow. I had sheep and understood right. what a terrible right. idea. Okay, so I've, I've given you the background and the story that happened over holiday that, they, that they're having trouble believing, which is not at all surprising to me is I did a little bit of a road trip, and I went up through Arkansas and then across Tennessee and went to Memphis, went to Nashville, went to Knoxville, and I saw some friends along the way. In Nashville, I had lunch with, at the Cracker Barrel, uh, my friend Kimmy, whom I've known, I know that I have known since the 80s, okay? And we've stayed friends uh, ever since. I didn't realize until this lunch, and I'm, I obviously knew it at one point in my life, and my wife knew it and had remembered it, as I explained what happened when I got home, that I used to be not only live with her for a year and a half, but engaged to her. <laughs> he lived uh-huh. with her and what? was engaged to her yes. and didn't remember. Now, when Kimmy brought that up, were you like, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, well, I don't remember I, that so much. Oh yeah, that's you were. exactly okay. what I said. Right. Is I, I'm really, I'm really sorry. You know how my brain is. Oh. I don't remember that. I hope, I hope that wasn't awful. <laughs> Ring <know>? and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Engaged and living together, and I have no memory of it at all. But again, shocking to you guys. Not shocking to me, when I went back for my high school reunion a couple of years ago, (laughs) I not only didn't recognize a single person at the reunion, I didn't recognize my high school. Like the building. The building, which my brother drove me by, or the house that we lived in for several years. We went by that house that I lived in as a teenager, and the house that I commuted part, part of the time that I went to college did not at all look familiar. You could put me on that street and said... Pick which one of these houses was yours, and I would have no clue. You're like the memento guy. We need to exactly. tattoo your whole yeah. life. Tattoo on your everybody. Body. I do. But I why would it, you? Let me ask you a question about the high school reunion. Why would you go if you literally didn't remember anyone? Like there has to be some reason to go to a high school reunion. There was a reason. Okay. And the and the reason was that I have two friends from high school that I am still in touch with frequently and am friendly with. I see. So I went to see them because they were also going to be in town. So that's the key to your memory is to continue yes. seeing and Yes. Whatever. If I were still if I well, were still Kimmy. Right. If I were still Poor married Kimmy. to Kimmy though, if I had married her and were still married to her, I would remember her. <laughs> what if you didn't know though? What if you married her and forgot? And... Um I don't think that would happen, but I mean on the same topic, I am married to Donna and have no memory whatsoever of our wedding at wow. all. Or Jeez. lots I of mean, pla- lots of places that she and I have gone. I mean, we've vacationed in, you know, Rome and lots of places that uh, that I just have I have no memory of at all. But Jensen, when you say she's because you were surprised that he didn't remember his wedding, yes, he, he went to Vegas and sure. did like a the Elvis thing, right? But I mean, yeah. it's still a moment of your it's life. A pretty big most moment. people remember. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, do you ever get a phone call from someone and the first while you can't put it together? You mean somebody who calls and I don't know who they are? Yeah. yeah. People don't really call me. Right. Good point. <laughs> all right. Let's say you run into somebody in person. Oh, yeah. Oh, that happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Pers- say straight up? Do you just admit it? Hey, man, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't remember who this is. Yes. And I do feel as as awful as I feel about that, particularly if it's somebody that I that I, I at one time knew well. I do. Or engaged I do. Fe- I do or <laughs> By the way, I didn't ask her how I did the sex. I should have really asked her that. No, oh, yes. no, no, you're that much. Would been, that would have been good information. You're to much. Have. Listen, you're much better off. That would have been a negative comment. Would have ruined everything. <laughs> um, I do feel like as bad as it, as bad as I feel about not remembering people, I do feel like at least I have a reason. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, I'm not just being a dick, and they weren't important. I mean, to both me. can happen. I just have trouble. You know, I just have trouble with my brain processing and, and retaining information. Does it? Uh, does it scare you that it's getting worse? Yes. Is, is it getting worse? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's definitely getting worse, and it definitely scares me a lot. Like most people, when you start thinking about your older years, you are terrified of any kind of dementia sure. or a- any kind of you know memory loss or Alzheimer's or something like that. Yeah, I'm absolutely but Most of the time, of that. that stuff doesn't start at 15. That's, that's the only thing. Yeah, I hope so. Look, I don't know how it's going to end up, but it does worry me that the years that I don't remember are creeping up nearer and nearer to this year. You know what I mean? So, it's look, it's really, really scary. I know Kevin finds it fascinating and no, sometimes funny. Both well, scary as well. I do want to do a quick test. Yes, if anyone's willing to sure, do this. Sure, sure. So he doesn't remember things like who he was engaged to. But real quick, Bean, what's the biggest pop station uh, in Chicago? 
Well, it was WLS. Still... Great, great observation, <laughs> what, Jensen. What is the biggest pop station in Dallas-Fort Worth? Why are you asking these questions? Because <laughs> if it's about radio, you know it. <laughs> it's unrelated to my life. Look, here's what I'm going to tell what, you. What? what? Answer his question. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, right, oh. Right, right. how about that? Um, here's what I'm going to tell you, though. Um, you know, when, when it comes time to, like, Christmas time and everybody's got their traditions or their memories of growing up and the presents that they got when they were six and things like that. Right. I don't have a nothing. single I don't have much of those either, though. Christmas memory. So that's super sad. So it's only a matter of time before I forget every single one of you. Oh. Well, look forward to that. I mean, Happy that New was, Year, everybody. That was fun. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Side effects may include unpleasant taste, headache, dizziness, and morning drowsiness. K-Rock, L.A. and O.C.'s alternative rock. I don't watch uh, Fox News often. Right. But I will tell you, and Allie, you're going to hate me for this. Mm-hmm. I do find that Greg Gutfield kind of entertaining. I don't know who that is. Does that make me a bad person? Uh, no, I think he's he's clever and funny. Mm-hmm. A lot of other stuff uh, yeah. makes you a bad person. I think they're all good broadcasters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all doing a job. I mean, they all speak directly to the mm-hmm. base and then infuriate the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I appreciate somebody who is a good communicator. You know, mm-hmm. say what you will about a guy like Rush Limbaugh. He knows how to do good radio. Right. right? That's how I feel about Greg. He looks like he's having a great time. It's, it's more like tuning into, you know, a Jimmy Kimmel show. Because he's out there hosting a talk show, and he looks like he's having fun, which you don't get in a lot of other newscasts. And that's why I like him. Big setup. Wow. Yeah, he did a story the other day that is right, I think, in your wheelhouse, Kevin. I'm going to be very surprised if you don't have some experience with this. But let me uh, let me play the opening segment. Police and firefighters in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, responded to a report on Christmas Eve that, quote, A bag of dog poop was lit on fire on a porch. Okay, so I love the intensity and excitement with which he reads this story, too. This is the most important story in history. (laughs) Yes. Breaking news on Fox. There's no chance. I'm putting a year's salary down right now that Kevin has lit multiple times paper bags full of dog poop on fire on somebody's porch. Jensen, your thoughts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Allie? Here's the thing. You don't like poop talk a lot. Like, Omar and I discuss poop a ton. (laughs) Too much. Too much, some would say. I feel like you were part of a burning of poop, whether you were the poopy. (laughs) But I don't think you were the one that lit it on fire because that would gross you out. out, But you've definitely been a part of it. But I love, love, love fire. Are you forgetting that? And you love pranks, too. I do love pranks. nonsense. And I find this hilarious. All right, 100%. And I've never done it. Kevin, actually. Oh, come on. Really? I've never done it. You have what? you have TP'd a thousand times. I've done everything that would make you think that you would bet a, a year's salary and I'll uh, Venmo, Venmo me that, please. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, what are we um, gonna do with it? But I haven't ever done it. I'm sort of disappointed in myself. Me too. You've yes. done the TPing. Have you done the throwing eggs? Oh sure. Oh sure. He I says. did all of it. Huh. Then how have you not done flaming dog poop? I was an asshole when I was in high school. It's just no question. <laughs> right. I don't know how I didn't. I'm di- again, I'm disappointed in myself. Well, maybe on your way home today. Can I do you it today? Could, you, yeah. might, you might as well. Yes. Okay. All right. So the case again, uh, Pennsylvania, flaming dog poop on a neighbor's uh, porch. Let's see what happens. The bag was quickly extinguished. No damage done. No one got hurt. The poop was safe. <laughs> a brief investigation led police to their suspect. 18-year-old Dylan Prince. Look at that hair. 
By the way, he's got a, a man bun, this kid. Oh, dear. This kid with the dog poop oh, has a man see, bun. Oh, see, man bun. Don't do the man bun. In his, in his booking photo. <laughs> Who, according to the police report, confessed he was charged with two felony counts, arson and risking catastrophe, <laughs> and, res- and was released on $20,000 bail. Okay, hold on a second here. What's risking catastrophe? I guess. That's a charge? All, first of all, is it arson? To put a flaming dag- bag of dog poop on somebody's porch. I mean, it could catch the house on fire, sure. Yeah. And I guess that's could, the but... risking catastrophe. Wow. I don't. I mean, I think there's a huge difference between setting someone's house on fire and putting almost always on concrete, by the way, right. a little paper bag that's going to burn out in about two minutes. He ran right past this part, but he did report that the poop was okay. It was safe, yeah. <laughs> the poop was safe, yes. <laughs> but I mean, does that sound like an arson charge to you guys, or does that sound like that that's overcharged? That sounds like they're trying to make an example and trying to find things to charge him with, to me. I mean, I'm trying to think... What the appro- In my mind, what's the appropriate charge for something like that? Vandalism? Mischief? 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 Mayhem? Isn't that what Dennis the Menace got arrested for? Shenanigans? <laughs> At the Van- most, though. Yeah. But At vandalism, you say vandalism, Allie, but it's, it's you're lighting your, you provide the poop and you provide the bag, so it's not mm. like you're taking somebody else's property and destroying it. But you have to, I mean, if you saw Camp I Me Love when Ronald Miller did it to his best friend Kenneth, you have to stomp on it to to put it out so then it goes everywhere so then, yeah right? that's the that's the joke you're gonna be yeah. shocked so when i tell you vandalism. that the the legal expert on greg's show on fox brings up the can't buy me love example let's hear something flaming dog poop on the porch that's the subject of tonight's Yes, this is a new segment in which we devote three hours of live discussion on whether or not excrement set on fire constitutes arson. I mean, these are the important issues of the day. Is this or is this not arson? Okay, I just have to tell you guys that Pennsylvania takes arson so seriously. Mm-hmm. They literally, in their state laws, they have six different categories wow. of, different, of classes of arson. Is that shocking wow. to you guys? Wow. Why? Well, they are serious about their arson. Wow. And one of them is literally, it's basically like, if you think about lighting something on fire and you think about putting it somewhere where someone may or may not be, that's arson. Like, they, mm-hmm. they just take it so seriously. So it makes sense to me that he was charged. But I will say that it is the oldest prank on the planet. I mean, remember Can't Buy Me Love? Imagine yeah. if imagine yeah. if that had turned out with an arrest. Uh, another panelist pointed out Good that point. Adam Sandler did it in a movie, too. And if, mm-hmm. uh, if no one wants Adam Sandler arrested for arson either. So let the kid go, I think, is what the opinion of the panel was. It is accepted that it was, a, it was just a prank, except for the man bun. You yeah. can charge him with the man you bun. You should. <laughs> you could. Kevin, if you don't light some dog poop on fire. <laughs> oh, my, I'm disappointed. I don't, even, I don't even know you anymore, I'm going to check my Venmo today. As soon as I receive your year's salary, I will do it. <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Hey, uh, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, turn his mic yeah. on. Uh, Just like turn that. his mic. He's, been in, he's invited. Beer Mug is supposed to be in here right Mugs now. Mug's in the studio. What yes, I, we understand Do that. I turn on his mic? You turn on his oh, okay. mic. He, he's here to play. Bean makes his guess. Thank okay. you. Okay. Bean makes his guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean makes his guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell you. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for B-Mix's guess. Yes. Keep 
basket, Omar. It's fine. Make, it's fine. It's make fine. some adjustments. I don't just. I don't feel like some of those sound bites are appropriate it's for this fine. game. Don't just worry about to, it. Trying to be a quiz master here. All right, guys. This is a little bit of a rerun. I asked you to guess for me the top ten girl baby names in the United States for 2017. You were terrible at it. Wow. I think Muggs won with a couple of them, but nobody was coming up with the Emmas and the Olivias and the Isabellas and the Sophias of the world. So uh, it was it was a, a, a low-point game. Let's see how you do on the boys' side. Let's see how you do on the most popular baby boy names in the United States last year. They're all names you know, all names you've heard of. It's just a question of uh, coming up with them. And guessing them. So, Kevin, you, as we do historically, get to go first. What name is in the top ten baby boy lists in America for last year? Adolf. (laughs) (laughs) You know, no, it may be just outside the top ten. Oh, shoot. I only see sure. I only see those. No, excellent guess, but I'm sorry. No Adolf (laughs) this time around. Beer bug. Let's go with Dylan. Uh, that's a fine guess. That's also incorrect, but thank you for that. No, Dylan. How about James? James is number four, Allie Wow. Wow. James is number 47 in my family. Yeah, that is a, uh, that is a name that seems to transcend generations. Mm -hmm. It's a name that never seems to go out of style. All right. Allie is on the board. Adolf, what do you say? (laughs) I'm I'm not Adolf. That was just a guess, by the way. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go with Yay. <laughs> As in Kanye. No, but I'd be willing to bet there are parents out there who right? name their kids Kanye. They're terrible parents. They are. That's they're gonna regret that too, man. They're gonna regret it. No, no yay, I'm sorry to say. Beer bug, you're up. Now can we say like the short part of like a full name like like for instance Sam or Samuel? I'm I mean yeah, sure. I mean that's a name. Is that a guess? Sure. All right, let's go with Sam. I'm sorry, no Sam. By the way, Sam used to be very popular until the Armenian comedians started appearing on our program. <laughs> Makes and sense. people are like, hell no. All right, Allie, you're up one nothing. What do you have for round two? How about Luke? You know what? That's a great guess. No, oh. Luke. I'm sorry to say. Hmm. You know, even with the even with the advent of Star Wars coming yeah. back, you would think that Luke would have been on the list. I, I would have made the same guess. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Doe. <laughs> As in, as in I'm, toe? I'm sorry, no. Okay. All right, top 10 boys' baby names last year in America. That's the topic for Bean Makes This Guess. Mugs, not on the board yet. This is, a, this is a slow start for you. This is only because my friend Jason just had a baby boy, and he named him this Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing the copy ones. <laughs> is he from Boston? No, but he just liked the name. I think it was after... Um... That kid's going to be Sully. Sully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, that's what that's he is. So that's funny. what he is. He's named after the pilot who yes. landed the plane. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. How about that? All right. Allie. Uh, David. No. Surprisingly, it seems like there's always going to yeah. be a bunch of Davids. All right? Let's go around two more times real fast. Kevin. Osama. <laughs> <laughs> Again, is a this valiant effort. Hold on. Is this worldwide? <laughs> No, this is just America. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Muggsy. Patrick. Uh, no. Muggs is coming up with all the Boston names, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. These are all my uncles. <laughs> all right, so so far we've only, we only have one, right? Yeah, yeah. Allie. It's Allie had Allie. James. That's yeah. the only one on the list so far. Let's see if you can get another one. What about Ian? I'm sorry, no. Oh. All right, last round, last guess, Kevin. Carrot. 
<laughs> Karen, call right? Back. Call uh, what? Mm-hmm. Um, if it would have been for Jack Atnoff, Carrot would have been on this list, but I'm Too sorry. No. Muggs, your last guess. Can you even score? Andrew. Uh, is there an Andrew? There's not. There's no Andrew. Those are good guesses. They're very Andrew's good guesses. A good guess. All right, Allie, you already won the game, but you got one more? Uh, Finn. I'm sorry? Finn, there's like, no Luke. You I think it's going like, to be Finn? I feel like there's a Celtic name on there, but I don't know what it would be. You feel like there's a Celtic name. Yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> like, it's not you're saying, like a Seamus you're saying or, that a, out loud. or a Killian. But were, you a, thinking, were you thinking a Stranger Things kid, Finn? Were you thinking maybe that? No, I was thinking Finnegan. Thinking, okay. Finn. Phineas. Right, here, I thought you were thinking Finn from Star Wars. Star Wars. From the yeah. Star Wars world. Oh, right. Here are the top 10 boy <laughs> baby names Han. in America for 2017. Darth. BB-8. Number 10 is Jacob. That would be BB. Oh, see, I thought the last biblical name. names. Is there a Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? There are always biblical names on the list. Guess uh, now. Number 10 is Jacob. Number 9 Jacob. is Solomon. Oliver. Oliver. Oh, Oliver. 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 Coming back. Right? Coming back, right. Remember the number Brady eight, Bunch? Number 8 is another uh, biblical name, Elijah. Hmm. Oh, is number 8. All right. Okay. Number seven is Mason. Mason. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the name of the little yodeling Walmart kid? Is he a Mason? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Mace be the one that'll take you home. Mace be the one that pay for your phone. Number six. I don't even know what that song is. At. <laughs> Number six is uh, Benjamin. It's all about the Benjamins, Benjamin. baby. Yeah. Number the five. My last. Number five, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, we had brought up movies that may have influenced names. I'm wondering if this one didn't come from the very popular film called Logan. Logan. Really? Logan's in the top ten? Number five. That's ridiculous. Number four was James. Number three is an all-time classic. I don't think it's ever been out of the top ten, and it's William. Sure. Number two is another biblical name. It is Noah. Noah. Love his bagels. Oh, and number one, you guys made me turn on his mic. (laughs) (laughs) It is on us. Number one is Liam. 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 There's the Celtic name I was looking for. Liam. By the way, curious to me that there's no uh, no John. I always felt like John was in Evergreen as well, but not this time around. That's a bogus list. That was hard. It's not a bogus list. It's actually 100% (laughs) accurate, Kevin. The top 10 baby boy names from last year. This has been Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. It smells funny in here. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. LANOC's Alternative Rock. K R O Q. K Rock. Hey, Jens Kerb. Hi. You, uh, you've been on YouTube a little bit. I'm on YouTube a whole lot. And I find <laughs> some pretty crazy things. And so I have a segment here, and it has a pretty good theme song. I found this on YouTube. Do, 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 do. On YouTube. Do, 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 do. On YouTube. Do, 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 do. On YouTube. That is beautiful. It's hard to beat that, no matter what clip I bring in. True. You guys know those friends on Facebook that you have that are, like, selling makeup or, like, weight loss formulas, and they swear that they're not only good products, but if you join them in this company and you sign up and you get involved in their weird pyramid scheme, you'll also be a millionaire. Sure. Well, I found out on YouTube that rapper Fat Joe is one of those (gasps) people now. No. Yeah. Really? I'm telling you. Tell me it's flat tummy tea. All you got to do is go to the video on YouTube. <laughs> all you got to type in is Fat Joe Invisible Train. That's that's the video I'm asking you to look up. It is a 30-minute lecture from Joseph oh. Cartagena, 
professionally known as Fat Joe, at a convention for one of these companies called Market America. It's the parent company of Shop.com, and it, to me, in my humble opinion, seems like the worst. Uh, He's hyping up a company that sells everyday products like groceries or safari hats or laser (laughs) printers or scrapbook glue. Uh, And the goal of the video is not to sell you these products. It's for you to become a quote-unquote shop consultant. So that way, you're under someone, someone's under you, you just keep recruiting and you make money from everybody's sales oh, and that doesn't sound sketchy does it not at all no well, it's not a... you said pyramid scheme at the beginning i mean aren't these illegal well the trickle down effect of econ- economic uh, sales is somewhat illegal but it has to break certain specific laws in order to be banned but yes market america has a bunch of situations in google that i found like ripoffreport.com or debunkingskeptics.com or even one website creatively named marketamericasucks.com <laughs> Uh, All of those do have some problems with it, especially because to sign up, you have to pay a setup fee, a yearly fee, a monthly fee. Holy crap. All of this stuff sounds like a nightmare. But let's hear how Fat Joe has turned one of these conventions into what I think sounds like a hot 97 summer jam. I don't hear you, my Market America family. Where you at? Where's my Market America family? Excuse me, you. Miss with the white hoodie from Taiwan. Tap the guy next to you. Tap the guy next to you. I want you to ask him if he speaks money. Money's the universal language. Uh, All right. So this is just Fat Joe up on a stage. He's dressed like Pitbull, like in one of those like tan suits where you're like half pop star, half Coke dealer. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And he's like sweating. Uh, now you might be wondering, why does Fat Joe have to do this when he's had hit rap songs before? What is he thinking? Well, here's his explanation. I told you last time, lean back. 47 weeks number one in America. I might have made $5 million off of Lean Back. Now, residually, because they play it in, in, in radio stations and in movies, now I'd be lucky to make 150000 residually. Had I made in 07 $5 million with Market America, today I'd be making six, seven, eight million million for the rest of my life and pass it on to my kids. I don't believe you. I don't either. Yeah, not uh, sure. I think this sounds fake because all you're doing is selling like sun lotion and little gnomes for your front yard. <laughs> but uh, you said scrap scrapbook glue, though. I there. mean, come on. How could you not make money on that? Well, I'll tell you one way. A 2017 legal accusation that this company is involved in racketeering mm. and a claim that 90% of the sellers don't receive even a penny. <laughs> so maybe Fat Joe understands the limits of a company like this and understands the real uh, like effects that could happen. Oh, we're listening. If they think you're crazy when you start it, make some noise. But let me tell you what's crazy. Let me tell you what I think is crazy. Lisa Grant has a husband that's a pilot. She bought him a private eight-seater plane. That's crazy. That's crazy. So all of us can do that? Oh, every single one of us could just sign in and become our own Fat Joe. That's great news. So much so that out in public, it becomes a bit of a nuisance. When my daughter Azariah's school, we have Miss Estella. Miss Estella's a beautiful elderly lady, and I love her. And one day I seen her, and uh, I gave her a bottle of isotonic OPC3, right? I said, Miss Estella, man, here's these vitamins. Please, just take, oh, Mr. Joe, Miss. I said, please, Miss Estella, here, have it. It's, it's good. It's going to help you. It helped me. I had sciatica. That's a pain from my ass down to the ankle. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to get my daughter in after, in, in after school, 
and somebody screaming in the background, and of course it's Miss Estella. She's jumping, Mr. Joe, Mr. Joe. She's chasing the truck, like the bionic woman or something, right? And I said, oh, Miss Estella, because she's so beautiful. Miss Estella, how you? The stuff you gave me, it is life in a bottle. <laughs> I don't wow. think that happened, Fat Joe. <laughs> that none of it. And then she lifted up the car. Yeah, and she was Amazing. like, uh, she's like pyramid scheme. <laughs> also, at the convention, he announces that his new single is called "Stressed" and it features Jennifer Lopez. And this is what I want to focus on. It's a mediocre jam, but Fat Joe reveals something about his new songwriting process. <laughs> I'm a rapper. I have a day job, so I make music. I just dropped a new single just in time for convention two days ago. All right. Featuring Jennifer Lopez. And when I made the record, guess what I did? I talked about teamwork makes the dream work. I talked about motives. I talked about market America. You know why? Because market America is in my DNA. Okay. So right. Just to take a step back, mm -hmm. Fat Joe is part of a pyramid scheme, mm -hmm. and he's including those mentions of a pyramid scheme in his songs. Oh, no. Th this is the lyric. So he now is, just so you know, the people on your Facebook, the people on your Instagram who are selling things and it's weird and they're like, become a millionaire. <laughs> Sell this lip liner. Right. Fat Joe, the rapper, Joe Cartagena, used to be friends with Big Pun, all of those things. Hip-hop royalty, he's just as annoying as your Aunt Ilda, <laughs> who repeatedly posts on Facebook about how you two can work from home. I hate That's it. insane. And I found that on YouTube. I found this. On YouTube, do, 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 do. K-Rock. L-M-N-O-C's alternative rock. We're a bunch of sorry sons of bitches. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-R-O-Q. The headline reads, American Hero. Oh. Right? Okay. You perk okay. up, you go, yeah. wow, okay. Let's hear about him. Has eaten pizza every day for 37 years. Hero. American well, yeah. Hero. Oh, He's glorious. Right? Uh. Yeah. Has eaten pizza every day for 37 years. I love pizza. It would ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. you think? The, the, the detail is also every slice has been cheese. Cheese, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, plain no varying from that. Just cheese. Yeah. I mean, once in a while doesn't he go, you know what? A little pepperoni. Nope. <laughs> never. Nope. How, about, how about some mushrooms? Mm -mm. Yeah, he's never even wanted to see if that Hawaiian pizza is good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, here's the news report on this dude. I like pizza a lot. I don't really know where it comes from. And I know a lot of people say... I really love pizza. I really love pizza. I don't eat pizza for every single meal. I'm not an animal. I don't eat everything with my hands. It's not something I eat three meals a day, but it is something I eat every day. So it will be in there. I think of myself as the pizza king. The pizza king. Do ya. Uh, and American Hero. So now he's got two titles. I'm surprised to see he doesn't seem very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you guys this, and I'm just, I'm, uh, this is a question that uh, is asking for speculation. There's no way we can know. Are there days where he just doesn't feel like eating pizza, but he's got to keep the streak alive, so he says, I'm just going to go ahead and have pizza? I think Do there are think? days where maybe he's sick and he doesn't even want to eat, where he just says, I'm just going to count it. 
he doesn't eat pizza. And oh, he's like, oh, I don't want my 37 years mm. to go by the wayside, so I'm just going to count that day. You're saying he fudges? Yes. Whoa. Mm. There's a conspiracy theory yeah, right? about the guy who eats pizza every day. How, I mean, <laughs> logistically, how could you every day for 37 years? There has to be some time, and maybe well, it's when you're sick or whatever, when you just can't. I would think traveling sometimes, there may not be pizza available, too. Where are you going that there's no pizza? Right. That's... That place sounds horrible. He, he, did, you... he did say that he, when he travels, he finds pizza. He said yeah. that in the original article, yeah. yeah. Right. He, here's more of our American hero. Kelly Ripa's like, I'd love to do that every day if I could. You can. I don't like vegetables. Why would I eat a pizza with mushrooms on it when I really like a standard cheese pizza? I don't want to sort of corrupt the taste, the <laughs> toppings. This guy sounds like a big baby. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's he's still four years old. Yeah. Well, he's very defensive about his choices, too. Yeah. Mommy wants that You're one our hero. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Will you talk to my wife? <laughs> to you're horribly unhealthy and you're going to die. Yeah, we're all going to die. I'm going to die with pizza in my stomach. It's going to be good. Mm. <laughs> all right, now I like him. I do, too. I now can't argue back. with that logic. I'm not, I'm not positive. I think I'm going down the other side where I'm starting to get annoyed by him. Uh, I really? like him at the beginning. But doesn't he win if you and he both die on the same day, Kevin, but he dies eating that much pizza? He I mean, wins. I, I can't deny that. Okay. He does right. win. <laughs> but what, do we know? I know it said in the original article that he's skinny, but do we know his actual size? Like, no. Eating they pizza have it. They have every it day. Thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's one more clip. So I have diabetes. I blame God. Yes. Just kidding. It's inconvenient. It'll kill you. It's dangerous to have. You do have to watch your diet, allegedly, and things like that. I don't allegedly. watch what I eat. I should. I don't. Allegedly. I eat pizza. Doesn't seem to affect it. Who is this guy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, the His name topic, is Mike Roman. Yes. The topic is you're in a rut, a food rut. There's a food that you love that you eat every single day. Now, we don't expect to get anywhere close to this guy, the 37 mm-hmm. years. But there was a guy just last year, I think, in Los Angeles named Andrew Harwolk who ate at Chipotle 186 days in a row. That's the kind of story that we're looking for right now. I feel, if you've gone I feel, on a food tear. For the record, I feel bad for that dude's butt. The I mean, Chipotle guy. I didn't think of it that way, and I'd rather not. Can mm-hmm. you imagine every single day Mexican food from Chipotle? <laughs> Your stomach is a mess. <laughs> uh, maybe you build up some sort of tolerance. I don't know, but that's 186 days in a year, which is over six months in a row eating at Chipotle. Kevin, what do you think your personal record is eating at the same place every day? I mean, I get in a rut sometimes, but I also, if I'm going with anyone else to eat anything else, I'm super easy. Just whatever you want. It's fine. I, I, I don't have to stay in the rut, but I'd say I go... I don't know. There, I go through tears with, with fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. Taco mm-hmm. Bell, maybe I'll do it for a month a lot, but not right? every day. Not every day. Mm-hmm. And then it's I sort of burn out on that, and then I go someplace else and do that right. for a while. Mm-hmm. I've, 37 years with cheese pizza is ridiculous. Yeah, that one's hard. That's hard to beat. Um, so 1-800-520-1067. If you have any kind of streaks going or have had going with any kind of food or drink. And by the way, speaking of drinking. Let me close with one more before the break. 77-year-old great-grandmother from Surrey, England, only drinks Pepsi. 
That's the only beverage she drinks. Never water? Not only no Coke, but no water. She said that she, I I have never drank water. Even if I was dying of thirst, there's no way would I. She only drinks Pepsi and has since 1954 when she was 13 years old. She's she's dumb. Which means she has had Pepsi for over 23,000 consecutive days. Imagine this woman's teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only drink she drinks is Pepsi. Do you guys think that they start getting some feedback? This guy, uh, Mike from New Jersey, starts getting feedback and now it's like he's got a streak going because he only eats pizza every day and and that becomes his whole sort of identity. And so now he really has to make sure he does it for the for the notoriety, yes. not just because he enjoys it. Yeah, I mean, Cal Ripken kept playing baseball because he knew it was his record. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's true. He's probably had a contract too. But <laughs> but what I mean is, like, you know, you, you, that's your definition. That's your that's who you are. All of a sudden, that's the most important thing yeah, in it's your in his life. DNA. Everyone who talks about him goes, "Yeah, the guy with the pizza." Thing. Like, <laughs> you can't just ditch that. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, we got Pepsi, we got Chipotle, we got pizza. What do you have? What have you eaten every single day for a long, long time, or used to? Your calls next on K Rock. K-Rock, L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. It's like lame, and it's, like, stupid, and, um, it's dumb. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Here's a uh, text from Kyle, uh, and I think we can agree with this one, by the way. I think snacks are fine, right? Like, he eats strawberry Pop-Tarts at 2 p.m. every day for more than a year. I don't have any problem. Every I think day. snacks are different. But, I think snacks are different, too. Yeah. But also, there's, there's other Pop-Tarts, you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Uh, Dear Kevin and Bean, I have been teaching elementary school for 20 years, and for at least 18 years of those, I have eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. I have it with an apple and a bottle of water. The whole school knows what I eat every day. We used to have a school-wide assembly, and the peanut butter jelly song with the baseball bat would be played, and I would jump up and down and dance. That's Jules. That is a total teacher. An apple, PB&J, and water. (laughs) I love it. Also jail. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But you talked about your identity being what you eat. I think that's Jules' case. She's the peanut butter jelly lady. That's sad, isn't it? No, I think it's awesome. Okay. I think it's awesome. All right, let's talk to Elizabeth. She's at HB. She's up next in this segment on line six, please. Elizabeth, hi. Uh, So it's macaroni and cheese. Sweet. And it's three meals a day. And for going on eight months. Wait, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes. I I, I have some issues with my uh, stomach, so I'm told only soft foods. And I do try to venture out to other things, but then I get sick, so I go right back so to the macaroni is, and cheese. So there is a health benefit to you doing yes. this. It's not just because you're crazy. Yes. Hey, Elizabeth, you have to be the only person in the world who's eating mac and cheese to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I know, right? But I, well, but I, I mean... I can are, tell you something else. I've lost 229 pounds and over eight months eating macaroni and cheese. I'm still at a 229 pounds. Macaroni and cheese, everybody. Wait, what? Wait. You've lost how much? 229 pounds. Just eating mac and cheese. What were you eating before? Mayonnaise? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, I had gastric bypass. Uh, Okay, so that's completely unrelated. Thank you. I I thought we just found the Kraft macaroni and cheese spokesperson. (laughs) No kidding. But, I mean, like, I know we were talking about other soft foods, but, I mean, what would happen if you had oatmeal for breakfast, for instance? It would come right back up. Okay. All right. Stick Hmm. with mac and cheese then. Whatever you're doing, Elizabeth. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right. Let's try. uh, Let's uh, get. Let's get Juan on El Monte. It wasn't his fault. He had to eat the same food, but we got to give him some props on line one anyway. Hey, Juan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you. 
All right, so uh, I was deployed uh, overseas for a year uh, with the Army, and every morning, lunch, and uh, well, morning it was uh, ham and cheese omelet with tater tots, and lunch and dinner was a cheeseburger with fries. Every single day. Yes. And there were other options. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Kevin is really thinking about the Army right now. He is. This sounds like a good food plan. For the record, if he called called and was like, I was in Iraq, and every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I eat macaroni and cheese, I'd be like, ugh, get out of here. The other woman was thrilled, and his sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I think we're rolling that you were lucky. Yeah, it sounds like some pretty, uh, pretty great choices there, Juan. Yeah, you know, you know, for under the circumstances of being in that hostile environment, yeah, I think I, I did pretty good. Juan's like, let me remind you yeah. guys hey. <laughs> of where I was, Army. if you don't mind. Army, everyone, Army. Yeah, and he was he was also getting shot at. I forgot about that. Thank you well, for your service, Juan. Absolutely. Agreed. Let's try uh, let's try uh, Sean, please. Line three up next on the Kevin Beach Show. I think Sean is uh, is in the realm of possibility for you, Kevin. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up, Kevin Bean? How you guys doing? Good. Thank Great. you. What's up? Uh, so for me, it's actually Chick-fil-A. I'm currently addicted to the frosted lemonades. Literally every day I've been craving it for about seven months, and I've been going every day for about seven months getting it. Not it's even weird. for the food, just for the drink? Just for the drink. And, you know, it's I so can respect Sundays that. are closed. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you do about right? Sundays? Do you buy two on Saturday? No, dude, it's like punishment. I literally go through torture, and it's so bad because... I'm a smoker. Oh, no. I got bad memory. Hey, Sean. So when I go, what you should do is. I always forget on Sunday that they're closed. (laughs) (laughs) So you go to the Chick fil A every single Sunday? (laughs) Dude, it's happened like at least, I'd say, 10 times out of this month. I'll get off work and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go real fast. I'll pull up at the drive thru and I'm like, damn it, they closed early. And I'm like, wait a minute. Today's Sunday. Wow, you got a lot of issues going on here. Not the least yeah. of which is you've been to you've been to uh, Chick Fil A ten times on a Sunday this month. Yeah. Well, no, every Sunday, like they're closed every Sunday. So ten right, times what... out of my 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 six months strong, I've gone there accidentally thinking they're open. All right, Sean, you got to make some changes in your life, son. But thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Um, right. What up? Why can't he buy two on Saturday and just put one in the freezer? I don't know. That seems like the obvious answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think he may be smoking more than cigarettes. (laughs) I think so, too. All right. Let's go to Long Beach Line 8, please. This is going to be Anthony. We're talking about food streaks. Now, we told you about that lady who has only drunk Pepsi since 1954. That's the only beverage. No water, no iced tea, just Pepsi. I thought you had to drink water to live. Um, apparently there's, there is, I mean, there is water in Pepsi, but she's just not drinking. Well, she's still alive. Uh, Anthony, what's going on with your grandma? Well, my grandma, I actually had to text uh, my mom just to make sure it's her mom. And uh, over for the last 70 years, I said 20 originally, but it's over the 70 years she's been drinking Coca-Cola. So Christmas, birthdays, Easter, every year we end up giving her just about your phone two, is, maybe four packs of Coca-Cola. Your phone is breaking up. I apologize for that. But you're saying your grandparent drank Coca-Cola every day for 70 years? She doesn't drink water, doesn't drink anything else other than Coca-Cola. She'll drink some alcohol, but she mixes it with Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about to Jensen's question about our Pepsi lady in England? How are grandma's teeth? Uh... Kind of rotten. I never yeah. want to hear that question again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
The topic this week uh, with Cheers with Beer Mug was what would be the one thing you'd be most embarrassed by somebody finding in your room after you died? And that is a, 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 a mouthful to say, and I don't know how I got it right every time I ask somebody this, but... Really? We had what? some, but you did. Which is crazy. <laughs> we had some great answers always on this edition of Cheers with Beer Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you? What do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh. Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. Words are hard. Right? (laughs) Mugs, I'm not happy with... (laughs) Me? The lack lack of drinking in this one. Really? Oh, really? I mean, you sound... Pretty sharp. Does that mean my tolerance is is? I lower you drink less. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I thought I was feeling a good buzz. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Jojo, what would be the one thing you'd be most embarrassed about them finding in your room after you died? Brought- you go in my room, you're gonna find rags. Oh. My bank account. Don't tell my mom. And listen to me, Mr. Kevin and Mr. Bean. Uh, you. you guys are my best friends in my head. So don't you tell my mom. That there's some big, I pretend like I don't have no money. <laughs> What's the deal? Oh, She's got a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, so her she mom must be giving her some. She has it stashed in a room? Yeah, <gasps> in her dresser drawer. Uh, and she always, her mom gives her money because she's always saying, I don't, I don't have enough. But she's rolling. Wow. She's rolling. That's right, a pretty good secret. move. No one will ever find out about it. <laughs> right. That would be my most, I would be most, um, I would be most afraid of that. Because I lied. And I don't like lying because I'm a. I'm a Christian. Katie, what would be the one thing you'd be most embarrassed about them finding in your room after you died? My my old cell phone. Why? Why your old cell phone? There's a lot of bad things on old cell phones. <laughs> so there's either old texts, old pictures. For some weird reason, there's always been this big jar of coconut oil next to my flashlight. And I just don't move it. Mom, if you're listening, that you didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, dear. Do we need this? No. I, I appreciate his honesty. I, I will tell you, you will remember this, Kevin, that uh, Corolla had a business plan that he oh, used yeah. to talk about all the time where he was going to start a company yep. where you would sign up while you were still alive. And then at the event of your death, <laughs> a team would go in. It'd be a, cl- a cleaner team. A cleaner yes. team. Yes. Forensically, they would remove all the porn from all of your devices <laughs> and anything you had hidden in your room so that your mom wouldn't find it. I always thought that's a genius Brilliant. idea. Brilliant. That is pretty good. What about your auto blow? Do you have coconut oil for that? I'm going to have to plead the fifth on that one. Give me a shot. Uh, uh. <coughs> oh. I mean, that. So you don't edit this you, at all? Yeah, you, you had to keep that in. <laughs> well, Kevin was concerned that I wasn't drunk enough. So. Well, I'm saying you don't sound drunk so far, really, do you? He just gagged you on a shot. That was the worst shot of whiskey oh. I've ever taken in my life. Really? We couldn't tell. <laughs> Should I play it again or we sure, good? Sure, let's move hear it on one more time. Uh, let's go, move on. That time I really almost threw up into the microphone. I'm here with Dustin. Dustin, <laughs> what would be the one thing you'd be most embarrassed about somebody finding in your room after you died? At this point in time right now, I really don't have anything too embarrassing in my room. You talked to John C. Riley? <laughs> oh, 
about, how about most proud of then? I would say the most proud of would be uh, any of the pictures that I have of my daughter and I, or just my daughter, uh, as she is the most important thing in my life. Aww. Well, you win uh, the best person in O'Grady's award tonight because um, I didn't think my emotional uh, heartstrings could be tugged at, at this bar, but they were. Well, awesome. Francis, what would be the one thing you'd be most embarrassed about somebody finding your room now after you died? I'm sorry, what? Now he's drinking. <laughs> Probably the pocket that I got from that sex shop. My mom's going to find it in my room when I die. Maybe tonight. I might die tonight. Now she's going to find it. Oh, my God. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> That's why I took that shot. Yeah, you did. Should have taken it earlier. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. Mornings on K-Rock. You represent the absolute worst. LA and OC's alternative. Rock. Carol Q. All right. Where did the idea come from that we have better ideas than the people who are in charge running things? I think Allie just had a complaint, and she said things will be different when I'm running them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we weren't aware that there was a timeline in place where you were going to be running things. How <laughs> dare you? We assumed, you, of course. According to you, if you are, in fact, one day uh, given the job to run things, quote unquote, you're going to make it a better place for us all to live. Absolutely. All right. What's going on? Here's my biggest complaint. This is your biggest complaint out of all of them. Well... It's it's pretty big, okay. and I had to deal with it again a weekend ago. Okay. Okay. When you go into the bathroom at an airport, and you've got your carry-on luggage, you got to wheel it in, the door opens into the bathroom, <laughs> yes. which means you then have to kind of jimmy yourself in, kind of close the door a little bit so you can then move the bag a little more. Then at one point during all of this, you are crouched down next to the toilet yeah. trying to get your bag inside. God damn it, swing out. The swing out. <laughs> Why do the doors only swing in? That makes no sense. And it does make it much more difficult. People are idiots and they're just cruising by a bathroom and somebody opens the door into their face. Well, tough tease. I think you're, <laughs> you're right. an idiot. All right, Kevin, you have often said that you would be a great president. Would you also be a great ruler? Of course. When a I'm great in charge. Emperor. When I'm an emperor, whatever they have here in this system. Yeah. Okay. This happened to me the other day. There was me getting ready to turn right, mm -hmm. and there were about three cars behind me. Right. Now, as far as I'm concerned, the person in the front has to regard the fact that there's three behind them and turn as, as fast as you sure. possibly get out of the way. Right. And I was sitting there, and a guy was in the crosswalk. Mm. And what normally happens is whoever's in the crosswalk looks and sees if there's somebody turning. And then they slow the F down. Oh, no, they, they got to hot foot it. They, they never gotta hurry hot it up. They, they don't. They do the opposite. Yes. They slow it down. They take their time. Yes. They rock bottom you. They mm -hmm. eyeball you. They go, mm -hmm. you can't go because I'm in a crosswalk. Right. F you. Yeah. The other day I had a guy that looked and saw that I was ready to turn and he jogged. Oh. I was like, this is a miracle. Yes. So that should be the law is that you run across crosswalks. Run. Oh. Okay. okay. Right? If somebody doesn't, if somebody is moving too slowly, they get a moving. Liking, they get a ticket. 
Or do you get to just step just, on the gas? Just, you just get to go just through just the intersection. Them. I'll work that out. I'm not positive because about that. Don't you yet. feel like that would be the incentive people would know to hustle if they knew that <laughs> if they knew that car plus pedestrian equals car? I mean, that yeah. dude just looked and he saw somebody was right. waiting and jogged, and I was like, that's so refreshing. Yeah. Here's mine, and mine, like Kevin's, is also traffic related, and I have a great deal of uh, evidence, a great deal of history on my side that this is in fact an outstanding idea that for what. <laughs> reason has just not made it to America like it has in the rest of the world. All right. Now, I know your initial reaction is going to be no, but I'm telling you, if we had them here, traffic would flow so much better. And ladies and gentlemen, they are called roundabouts. We have roundabouts. They very they have very few here oh, compared to all over the compared East Coast. To Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah rotaries. Yeah. Um, you know what? Who doesn't have them? Freaking California, all right? Roundabouts, guys. I know you don't like them because you haven't driven in them and they look scary. They're not. They're super easy to navigate. And what they replace is intersections where you have to stop sometimes for no reason because there's nobody coming in the other direction. It replaces red lights. If you have a roundabout, you just keep driving and you just go around the circle and you get off on your exit. And if you miss it... Stay in the circle and go around and catch it next time. It's not hard. Bean, I support you. I love a good roundabout, a rotary. However, the learning curve for that is going to be a big problem. Especially, I mean, here it rains and people forget how to drive. A roundabout, yes. people are dying. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Julian Orange, line seven. She has a fantastic idea that will save all of us 30 seconds every time we go to Las Vegas. Hey, Julie. <laughs> 30 seconds what are you talking about what uh what, uh, my, what's your idea my idea is to get rid of those ridiculous agricultural checkpoint booths at this at the right before barstow when you come into mm-hmm. over the hill whatever on Amen. the way home from vegas because you've already gone through state line which is terrible if you're coming home on sunday and you're like okay i'm almost home and now you hit those booths and the line backs up again not to mention, every time I see those people, I'm like, cha-ching, dollar signs. How much are we paying for those people to just wave you through the line? It seems and ridiculous. What, and that's what they do. They either wave you through the line or if they make you stop, they say, you have any fruits or vegetables? And you say, nope, and you keep driving. <laughs> right. yeah. and, and, and it's a giant wait. Like, who, who – what criminal mastermind do they think they're going to catch by having that dude in a booth in the desert? Honestly. Exactly. Uh, we're with you, Julie. Sounds like Julie gets our vote. <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense at all. Let's go to uh, Martin in Sherman Oaks. Hi, Martin. Hey, good morning, party people. Good what's morning. Up, Allie? Hey. So what's going to happen when you rule the world? When I rule the world, um, it's not my idea. I've seen it done in other parts of the uh, world, and I think it's brilliant. And here in L.A., we would appreciate what they do is they put up these almost colored plastic barricades around um, car accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of, you know, hide the, the, the scene away from, from the rubberneckers. And that supposedly eliminates traffic and, you know, that, that flow, that stop-go, stop-go uh, issue that we have here on the 405 and the 101 all day long. It's a great idea yeah, because I... looky-loos are among the worst people in the world. Agree. Speaking of being out on the road, and I knew a lot of our uh, solutions here from our listeners would involve driving because that's heavy on our mind. Let's go to James in uh, Valencia, who is dead wrong on line four. Dead wrong. Hey, James. You're dead wrong, apparently. I'm not dead wrong. All right. So... What's your idea? 
we commute every day. I think everyone in LA commutes somewhere. Uh, my idea is to make it totally illegal to drive slow in the left lane. Love so it. Left lane campers are the absolute worst. Couldn't I love mean, it more. Terrible limit. idea. Fantastic idea. Disastrous. 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 Move it? over to the right. Right. Those people should move over to the right. Right. But when they don't, minimum, and they're in the when they're in the left sales. lane, James, tell me what happens next. Okay, now it's illegal. Now somebody's driving too slowly in the left lane. Tell me what happens. They get pulled over. Oh, really? They get a ticket. Yes. It's made illegal to uh, to pit maneuver them and uh, and get them out of the left lane. <laughs> and, just, and, and tell me how that <laughs> make t- tell me how that doesn't make traffic so much worse. Even if you had the resources for police officers to pull over all the people who drive slowly in the left lane, tell me how how that doesn't create even worse traffic on that road. It will in the short term, but over time, it becomes a deterrent because people that are driving slow mm-hmm. won't be They'll in be the like, left oh, lane. Oh no, I can't be in this lane. I have. I have no solution for that, but I, I hate it so much that Agreed. it's the most passive-aggressive thing that I can think of. I hate, it, I hate it so much, too. Unfortunately, your solution is only going to add to the problem. Mm, I'm sorry disagree, sir. I mean, it's a, it, I like where yeah. your head's at, though. Thank you for the call. It's Kevin and Bean! K-Rock K-R-O-Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.